back for another episode of the Get Better Podcast. I am super excited about today's episode because uh, this is one of the first episodes where I'm bringing somebody else into the conversation. And I think if you're a parent of teenagers, but a parent in general, especially of teenagers, I think today is really going to help you. And so it'll be a little longer than a normal podcast, but I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Uh, based on who is sharing. And so I've got my friend, Zach Vassar. I've known Zach since 2012, 2013, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. He's done a bunch of different things. Um, and one one thing, he what he's now is he's a, a company coach for a company in the oil and gas industry. And um, one of the things that has stuck out to me about Zach and his life is he's also been a, a football coach. And um, I have just... On top of that, he's an incredible dad to two girls, and I have just been struck by some of the parallels uh, that go along with coaching and parenting, and I immediately thought, okay, that's a, a, a rabbit I got to follow, and let me call my friend Zach and see if we can talk about that. So, Zach, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll kind of throw some questions your way, and man, thanks for thanks for jumping on, on today. Yeah, hey, you bet, man. Yeah, uh... Out, out here in West Texas with Luke, and I've got two daughters. They're 14 and 9. One will be a high schooler in a couple of weeks. So I've got all sorts of the feels. You know, I used to coach high school sports for 11 years, mm. and uh, I knew this day would come when I got out of teaching and coaching and made a career change that that would be a tough day. Uh, but I didn't know how tough that could could possibly be. You know, when you're a coach and you're a teacher, you're at the school every day. And yeah. That's kind of that that prime time you've been waiting for. And so it's interesting that you have this topic topic because, you know, whether, whether you're actually coaching at school as a paid coach or not, you're still a coach. Like you're the most dominant voice, hopefully, in your child's mind. That's and right. That's a, that's a huge responsibility. And so this is this is a this is a cool topic. Got a beautiful wife. Her name's Rachel. Um, we, we're just we're Abilinians. Yeah, it's fun to say yeah. we've moved around the coaching thing. We we lived in a lot of towns, a lot of houses, uh, but it's it's kind of fun to have a place we call home. So I think you've yeah. moved more than anyone I've known, and you. Ever. But you guys met at McMurray, right? We did, man. We yeah. we met in Abilene. So for those of you guys listening, if you've ever been to Abilene and spent any time here, and you left, be very careful coming back because it is like a vortex vacuum, <laughs> and it will just it will literally just. Grab a hold of your soul, not even your physical body. It will grab your inside and just bring you back here. So that's good. It sounds amazing and terrifying at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you you coached for eleven years, and now mm-hmm. you've been parenting for a little more than that. What are yeah. some What are some takeaways that you? Because I let me let me preface it with this. I see a lot of dads that kind of check out. They think that their responsibility is to earn the paycheck. Mom's going to take care of the house and the kids, and I'm going to go oh, yeah. make the money. And they check out. Um, and I'm guilty of this in seasons. You know, sometimes I get it, man. We're tired. We've got a lot going on. But I, I see you as an example of somebody who's fully present, fully invested. I mean, from like watchdog mm-hmm. programs at your kids' schools to being yeah. in everything. Um, what what are what are some parallels of coaching that we can learn from as dads to help us in the journey not just dads dads and moms but to help us in the journey sure. to not be checked out to not just say i'm here to provide a roof and shelter and food for my kids and then i'm done like what are some things yeah. that we can do to invest in our kids life and be fully present and again as much of that that parallels that you see with coaching um or not it may may not maybe there's there's stuff that you've learned along the way outside of coaching 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. And there's a lot, you know, we could go for, oh, man, we could go forever. Right. Um, and understand this, like I'm learning right now, right? Like, man, I haven't arrived. I haven't figured, you know, as much as things I think I figured out, it's like, man, audible. And that's probably mm. first number one thing, um, you know, in the coaching world. One of the things that you have to be able to do is make real quick adjustments. You may have a game plan that you've put together and spent all week long getting ready to execute. And you get out in the game and five minutes into the game, you've got to call timeout and make some quick decisions or maybe not even call timeout in between series. And so, you know, this this thing with kids is fast paced, man. And just as soon as you think you have it figured out, there's there's some things you you know you may have to change but but the only way you would know to do that is if you're super aware so mm. i think i think the number one thing man um that i'm learning is i've got to be uh aware of what's going on in my kids life and you know I, not being in the school building every day like i was talking about a minute ago it makes a challenge but it makes me just equal to you if you're listening to this and you're not a teacher or coach either so like you know no, knowing where my kids at knowing what they have going on knowing what's on their schedule what's on their calendar uh, you know, I think it also lets them know that it's important to me, just like it's important to them, um, without me having to breathe it down their throat of how important school is and grades and athletics and commitment and all that. Um, just just knowing it's almost like coming alongside them for the journey. But there's a, there's a big as I just as I say this, it just makes me think, man, there's a real big thing I learned while coaching that I think could really help set some of you parents and myself as a reminder up for big success. And that is like, man, we're just moms and dads. Hmm. I saw front row seat as a coach. I saw I'll use dads as example because I'm a dad. I saw dads who their heart was 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 where I'm talking about, but they live vicariously through their kids. So hmm. it's like they're just pressure, pressure, pressure to perform, pressure, pressure, pressure to please, pressure to you know all these things. And really, that the coach is already doing that to them. You know what what those kids that I was coaching that had dads like that, what they really wanted was their dad to just come alongside them and love them, just mm -hmm. be in the journey, encourage them, you know, be their bigger, the biggest cheerleader, um, pick them up when they're when they're when they're down because that's going to happen. But then I saw just the opposite. I saw some dads that would like they wouldn't do anything. They would almost because maybe they didn't play a sport growing up or they just didn't have confidence in that, that they just like, you know, that's the coach's job. That's the coach's job where, mm. where it is. But like, man, mom and dad, you, you play like a huge role in that. Um, and it's, it's really just supporting them. Uh, yeah. And, and there, there's more to that. There's tricks in that I could teach you that are, but I, man, I say that like I'm some kind of Yoda. Yeah. Over here. <laughs> I got some tricks. Like, uh, Sign up for my yeah. online course for the tricks. <laughs> no, no, good, no nothing. So we're not selling anything here. I just that last <laughs> thought I was, as I'm just thinking out loud, I'm going, man, Hey, number like something I've got to remind myself all the time is that it's not my, it doesn't help my kid at all. If I, if I contradict anything that the coaches are telling them, like just, mm. just full support, you know, even in the back of my mind, if I'm thinking, you know, I don't know if I'd have said that. Or I don't know if I agree with that. It doesn't matter. There's nothing I can do to help in any way if I put any seed in my kid of doubt mm. um, towards that authority figure in their life right now. Um, best thing I can do is support. So, so really, like, I mean, I guess what I'm landing on is just, you know, a, a big um, awareness to support the best we can. How so? Is, it, is this a good thought? Because I I've, I wrestled with this tension as a dad for the first time. 
it last winter, we signed our kids up, kids up for basketball at the Y and <laughs> my son and daughter were in two different leagues and the coach for my son, I didn't feel like was a good coach. And I'm not a huge basketball player, but I right. was, I, I was wrestling this tension of like, man, I could coach these little four-year-olds better than this. And I'm like, okay, next year I just need to sign up and be the coach versus like at the same time, also just supporting the coach and like getting my son hype about the game, regardless mm -hmm. of if I agree with the coach or not, like I can, as a dad be on the sideline and not check out because I disagree with the coach, but I can hype my son up and support him regardless of if I agree yeah. with all the coaching methods. Um, sure. that's super good, man. Because I, I, I had a hard time with that. Like, how do I fix this? I just, okay, next year I'm just going to sign up and I'm going to be my son's coach and that'll all be better. Um, <laughs> but I think there's something to be said too, for, for partnering with other voices and even if I don't agree with everything the coach is doing, I'm still going to champion my son in what he's doing. Right. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that's the best, you know, and, and, and sometimes man, the Lord just puts in your heart that there's a season where you do want to step into that role and, uh, and be a coach. I, I've battled that. I've never done it. I've mm -hmm. wanted to. I had the same exact experience last year with my daughter, Lexi, the little one that had a, yeah. a basketball team. And I look down there and I'm on one court. I'm watching them warm up. Like I'm watching the team we're fixing to play and I'm watching my girl and her mm, team. And yeah. Their coaches on their coaches on the phone and, and like just, you know, just not doing anything. And over here they're doing dribbling drills and layup drills. And I'm thinking, man, they're fixing to beat us by a hundred points if they want to. Yeah. And they're eight years old. Wow. <laughs> and, and they did and they killed us. And I thought, man, um, but, you know, the, the thing to that was, I, I think, finding like-minded parents. Mm. You know, I went, I immediately ran into a buddy of mine. His name's Clay. He's, we have daughters the same age. And I said, man, I know you're ahead of the game on this thing. Are you coaching a team? And he said, nope, but we just got on one. Let me give you a phone number. Man, within like a week's time, you know, just, just looking around at people who are – people who it's, – sometimes it's – if you just look up, you'll see people pursuing the same things you're pursuing. And I'm not talking That's about good. a huddle of parents, not a huddle of parents that are complaining about coaches. That's not what I'm talking about. Like steer clear of that. Mm, good. I just mean like somebody that you can tell, like my buddy Clay, I know his children are his most important thing in this besides his wife and his relationship with God. And, yeah. you know, I just, I already know that about him. So I know he's pursuing that same thing. I am one quick conversation and boom, problem solved. Oh, that's great. That's good. So another thought that I had, so like as a coach, you, we're challenging your your students, the kids you led, to be better and and, oh, yeah. and more talented and stretch themselves. And now, as a dad, we want the same thing. Like we want to challenge our kids and stretch our kids, but we're also shepherding and stewarding our kids with love. So, what are some parallels that you, as a coach, this is how you raised up champion young men and women that are translating into how you parent? Um, and and oh, is yeah. there is there some things that you would you do differently? Oh yeah, sure. Um, let me start with with because it's fresh on my mind. I was I was just telling you a story about this a, a briefly earlier. So you know, I coached my last season of coach was 2013. Back up before that, I played sports my whole life. I was involved in sports from the time I was in the second grade all the way through. You know, I, I just it's all I know. All I know is sports team that kind of thing. But in sports, there's individual things you focus on. You know, and so now you fast forward a parent, you, you're looking at your child, and you want to just you want to give them all this stuff at one time. All that being said, last weekend uh, or a couple about a week or two ago, we're we're getting on a plane to go on a vacation, and, and one of the high school coaches messages me and says, "Hey, would your daughter like to play on this extra team I'm putting together, upcoming tournament? Oh, we also need a coach. Would you do it?" And I just said yes, and then I lost service for like three days. Wow! As soon as we 
like right as a plane was taking off, I said yes. And then I, I it's, it's almost like I was I was freaking out to get that message back. Like, what did I just say yes to? Mm. What did I do? Like, I don't even know. I don't know anything about volleyball. I just support my child. Like, I know nothing about the scheme. Blah blah blah. She's going into high school. You know, mm. she, she wants entire to have tryouts. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to go in there and mess anything up, and freak her out. You know, she's already kind of edgy when dad's around because mm. I'm, I'm kind of one of those guys that just says what's on my mind and I freak them out sometimes. Yeah. It's nice, but. So we go on this vacation, we come back, and and I, for, when we get back, I really start thinking about it. And so I just, man, level-headed. I'm, I, I came up with just like five things, and, and I thought about these things as a result of being a dad, not as a coach. But I thought, man, these things, they're all the same. Wow. And so these are the five things. I, I First of all, practice I had with these girls. They're, they're freshmen, a couple sophomores. I said, man, I don't know much about volleyball. In fact, y'all all know more than I do. Like, y'all know more about the sport than I do. But here's what I do know. I know how to compete. I know how to win. More importantly, I know how to lose and how to bounce back from when you lose. Because in life, you're going to lose probably more than you win. I mean, it's just – it's a daily deal. But here, here's, like, the five things. Number one – I'm trying to memorize these because just so you all know these. I'm not spitting off notes or anything. But, like, no, number one was play the play. Like, be present and right now. Don't worry about what happened five seconds ago. Don't worry about what's going to happen 10 minutes from now. Just focus on what you're doing right now. And I think that's just a huge life lesson anyway. Yeah, that's really good. Like just be present right now. You know, and think about as a parent with kids, like how many of us as mom and dad struggle being present right now with our kids? We want to look at our phone. We're tired. We worked all day long. Like, I want to go ahead and plant this seed through sports into my kid because yeah. it's a lifelong lesson. Like, play the play right now. The next one uh, was communicate. You know, I'm a company coach for an oil and gas service company. And, I mean, I, I've been here for almost a little close to two and a half years, and I can't – we I probably heard the, na- the word communicate, a, I don't know, a million times. It's their constant organizational struggle, communication. Mm. We got to communicate. You guys got to talk to each other. You know, I don't know much about this sport, but but I do know this. Y'all have to talk to each other. The other one was encourage. Like teammates encourage. You're going to need friends in your life forever and ever that will encourage you. You're going to need friends that when you tell them what you're doing and your next adventure that, that you know not many people believe in, you need those people that will believe in those things with you so that you have people to prove right, not just building your life on what to prove others wrong by. You know what yeah. I mean? What is – what a terrible thing. That's good. That's good fuel, but it's not like it doesn't sustain. Mm. But ha- having someone encourage you and believe in you, that that that's the long haul. Like that's a big that's that's generational. Yeah. Um and then and then uh smile. Hmm. I mean, Luke could probably do a podcast on business success stories of people entrepreneurially who make more money because they show their teeth more. Well, that's good. I mean, the same thing happens in a sport. Like, how many times do you get beat? Like, you do, your teammate is down. They need they need a smile. They need a they need, you know, because remember, it's a it's a game, right? Like, and and in some ways, like we take life so seriously that we forget to just enjoy it. I mean, wow. I, I'm guilty as all the time with this. And then the last one is like this is something one of my coaches told me. My young kid, like growing up, and it never leaves. And it's just give great effort, man. Effort, effort, and attitude. Like, give great effort when, when you're done and your day's over. And you lay your head on the pillow. Did you give great effort? Uh, I mean, only you know, right? Like only I know. Only I know. Yeah. If I gave great effort today, like only we 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 make and say we did or pose and pretend. But really though, like, did I give great effort? 
you know, so I'm telling these kids and, and I'm thinking like, man, I think I just went way too deep with them. Mm. But, but then like, not really, because then we played, we, you know, we practiced twice. We had a tournament over the week and we played like eight games. And I mean, all I, that's all I had to talk about. We got to focus, play this play, get great effort. You guys got to talk to each other, communicate, encourage each other, smile, you know, that kind of thing. And, you know, we, we lost some, we tied some, we won a couple I mean, it was fun. Um, yeah. But it, but it really got my wheels turning, man. Like, gosh, there's so, these girls have no idea how much is happening right now. Mm-hmm. That's going to translate into their life. Yeah. And it's, I initially, I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm going, oh, the, originally I was asking about parenting concepts, but this translates to everything. Um, yeah. You know, like in your company or, uh, you know, I work mm-hmm. in a church. This, this could be taught to my church staff as how to be a good pastor, right? How to be a good staff member, yeah. like all these things. Yeah. And I have a friend who he tells his staff, he's a pastor and he tells his staff all the time, your energy matters, whether you feel it or not, your energy matters. Like that last one you said, oh, effort, yeah. effort and attitude, like great effort, yeah. great attitude. Um, those are, those mm-hmm. are huge, man. That's worth the price of the podcast right there. Those five things. Yeah. That's really mm-hmm. good. We could almost, I almost feel like we could do a, like a series on this concept. Cause there's so much, Oh yeah. There's so much, so many to things that. Man. like, and it's, it's really bigger than just parenting. It's life in general, but this, this concept won't leave me alone about the dad coach, like seeing it, the role of a dad differently than what we've been taught for the past 50 years in America that go and earn a paycheck. It's so much more than that. And oh, for sure. This man, this has been, this, that's really good. I don't, I, I think we can, we can land there. I do have a couple other questions for you, but, before I yeah, get to those, before I get to those, let me tell you how can we can we connect with you? Follow you on Instagram. How do we? If someone's listening to this and they want to connect with you and kind of see what you're up to, how do we how do we connect with Zach Vassar? Yeah, um, probably the most misspelled name on planet Earth. It's Vassar <laughs> V as in Victor, Vassar V as in Victor A S S A R Zach Z A C H. It's it's Zach Vassar on Instagram. Zach Vassar on Facebook. I, I'm pretty much hang out there. I'm. A, don't do much past that but uh yeah it's kind of you know you put things on social media i'm glad you brought that up because that is another parent topic for yeah. sure uh, yeah that's but, a whole uh, other yeah thing. I, I try to that especially yeah. the stage you're in with it you said nine and 14 you have, huge that's yeah, how oh, yeah. they are like that's that that stage right now and this is something that y'all just mentioned i've got a facebook group if you're listening to this and you've got teenagers or, or almost teenagers um I put articles in there all the time and, and, and resources to help parents navigate this particular stage. Um, and, and the fact that I'm a youth pastor helps. One of the things you said that you, you make quick adjustments as a parent, but it involves being super aware. And I feel like mm-hmm. one of my assignments right now is to help make parents more aware of what's going on in their teenagers culture in the world around them, what's happening in your yeah. student's life that you may not know because you're not at school with them. Like you said, um, so anyway, mm-hmm. I'm just going to plug, that's a selfish little plug for me. I'm just going to plug my, oh, Facebook it's good. <laughs> but I'll put the link, I'll put the link to Zach's info. I'll put the link to my Facebook group in the, the show notes on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, and, and would yeah. love to help you more there. Okay. Zach, as we sign off, I have, uh, I'm calling them the fast five, just five questions. You just okay. answer them quickly. I'm just going to fire them at you. Rapid fire. Don't <laughs> overthink it. Just the first, first thought yeah. that pops in your head. Bring it, bring okay, it on the best book you've ever read. Mm. Bible doesn't count. Wild at Heart by John Bevere. No, I'm sorry, not John Bevere. Uh, <laughs> Eldridge. Uh, Wild at Heart. Um, John Eldridge. Eldridge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a good one. That's up there for me for sure. Um, biggest hero or person you look up to? 
my dad. Ooh, that's good. Um, best thing you've ever bought for less than 50 bucks. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, that's tough. You know how expensive things are these days? Yeah. Should we say less than a hundred? Yeah. Let's go up to a hundred. Okay. Thank you. Um, you know, <laughs> Hey, dog shot collar. Ooh. Okay. Best That's $100 good. I ever spent. I may need one of those. <laughs> it's the best. The best one. Um, okay. Uh, I got two more. Is the Kool-Aid man, the liquid or the glass pitcher? <laughs> Neither. It's plastic. Here's why I know that. When I was a kid, my mom collected so many Kool-Aid box stamps that she sent them in and we got all the free Kool-Aid yeah. stuff. We had bowl cereal bowls with straws built in them. The cu- whole set of cups, like an 18 pack of cups and uh, all these pitchers, and they were all Kool-Aid man. They were all hard plastic. Okay. So, so the Kool-Aid man is the plastic pitcher. Okay. The more you know, man. That's good. Learn something new. Okay. And then last one, what is the best meal you ever had? Oh, uh, the filet I cooked last night. Ooh. Man, I, Luke. That Luke hardcore carnivore, huh? That's where it's at. Hardcore carnivore. My brother gave um, me a bottle of that a few years ago. That stuff. Dude, um, I'm, I'm, I like talking trash with my buddies. You know, we go back and forth. I'm not a look at me guy. Um, but when it comes down to that and this sous vide, which is a whole other conversation. Yeah. <laughs> whole other conversation. I, it, there is some things happening in the, in the filet world over here that I just – can take no credit for these are things buddies have taught me and told me about and they're just i'm for eternally grateful that's good man that's what that's what one of your points you said get around like-minded people you've been yeah, around people man. that Guys enjoy like a good cook. steak heck yeah man yeah hey. Zach, man thanks man, so I like much that part of the set that's fun i like questions like that we can do that all yeah night. that's a fun way to land it because you know we just you know we you yeah. have a lot of wisdom to offer but you're also just a fun guy so asking stupid questions like that kind of gets some blood can't believe i threw john elder under the bus like that man. i know Golly. man john bevere he better not listen so thank to you this. like i'm i'm rereading that book right now and it's just it's too good man every it's man so good. every man and woman whether it's your top book or not needs to pick up that book mm-hmm. and read it it will tell you so many things about how you are designed and created mm. it'll tell you a lot about your kids too it's it is Man, it's a launch book. Wild at Heart, for John Eldridge. Wild at Heart. There's a yeah, female true. version too. I mean, they're both. It's good for both. But yeah. there's a captivating. I think it's called that he wrote, kind of for females. Yeah, yeah, probably. Even his, even his new revised one that he's, he he talks about. You know, like the point of a, a woman reading it to like to learn the heart of a man. But probably good is equally good for a man to read the woman one. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a dad dad of two girls, man. Like we're we are not wired the same mm, boys and girls. Not at all. We are not wired. Well, man, thanks so much for jumping on. This has been immensely helpful. It was exactly what I was imagining it would be as far as the, just the wisdom and the thought-provoking things. I've taken um, – I've got a stack of Post-it notes on my desk, and I've written down five big takeaways for myself besides the five things you shared with your volleyball uh, team just just that I can learn from. So I hope that other people listening have gotten something out of this. I'm thankful for your time, thankful for your friendship, and uh, you were a big part of helping get us to Abilene, so I'm thankful for that as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Glad y'all are here. I'm glad we need we need to connect. More, All right, more, bro. more. Yes, sir. I'll talk right, to buddy. you later. See you later. All right,